me, your buddy, Mort Magic Main, coming at you from the Treehouse Lounge once again for another fun time, okay? What's happening today? What's happening today? A lot. Everything's happening, baby. Everything is everything. Everything is lovely. Weather is beautiful, sun is shining. As per, that's what you get when you hang out in the forest. 240 feet up, we get high, we stay high, baby. Okay, before we get into the tunes, let's talk about a movie. Let's talk about, man, if you listened yesterday, you probably know what movie uh, we watched today. It was Rockers. It was 1978, all Jamaica. Great movie, man. Story of a guy using uh, his network of friends, his connections in Jamaica to fight injustice, make a little money for himself, uh, spread the word of Rastafari, listen to dub music, listen to these good tunes. It's got a happy ending, it's got uh, jokes, it's got culture, it's got everything. I hope you checked it out and I hope you maybe We'll take up that challenge that I mentioned last time, okay? So check out the movie. It's on YouTube right now, man. It's free. Hour and uh, 39 minutes, something like that, all right? Okay, so fan mail. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, this is, um, this, is a, this is a great email that I got. Second time this person sent it. And you know what? This is coming from uh, Big L and BK. You know what, Big L? Uh, just right off the bat, I owe you an apology because I assumed your gender last time I read your email to me. I don't know why I did that. I apologize. I have no idea what your gender is, but I know that you know your stuff, Big L. So Big L says, Safe Kraka, can you please explain what the hell you talking about with this 250 years bullshit? <laughs> Big L, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, I went back and re-listened. Okay, let me try to explain this real quick. Talking about my grandma. She was born, let's say, in 1920, the last of nine children. Her parents were both Icelanders, born and raised. Okay, they moved to Canada. They both lived a long time into their 90s. So let's say my grandma's grandparents were born in the 1880s. Okay. You're born in the 1880s, but you know, the lessons you learn are from your parents and everything that's going on at that time. Things like, you know, technology, politics, ideas, truths. That information, let's say it can go back to 1850. So one conversation from my grandma's grandma, okay? So my great-great-grandma. One conversation between my great-great-grandma and my grandma who still lives, could pass on that info that came from the year 1850 to me right now in 2021. And let's say I live for a hundred years. <laughs> as people are, as people do. People are living longer and longer. So that means in 2083, when I am on my deathbed, I still hold the information my grandma told me, which was told to her about life in 1850. We're talking just two conversations here. My grandma to her grandma in let's say 1930, and my grandma to me in say the year 2000. 250 years of information is preserved in memory from those two conversations. And even on my deathbed, 
I will still have that information to pass on to maybe someone who will live for another hundred years. Do you understand how that works? Isn't that some crazy stuff when you really think about it? Anyways, I guess the point is we should talk to our grandparents more if we're lucky enough for them to still be around or maybe even talk to our parents, you know, what was life like in this situation regarding this in this year? Do you remember? Okay, so big shout out to Big L, big shout out to Brooklyn, big shout out to my grandma born Anna Olafersson. For everything. Okay. <laughs> Why is Bordy always talking about his grandma? <laughs> okay, let's get to the tunes. We're still in the bees because this is a big collection, all right? So today I pulled out another carol record, a classic, a first edition from 1981. This is bad religion. This is a pretty pretty serious pretty famous album if i am not mistaken and i think probably one of their best because this is one of those bands that i like their early stuff and then as the years went on they just <laughs> well whatever <laughs> bad religion was formed in los angeles in 1980 a group of high school friends that came together and then just one year later this album came out so there was a lot going on there um I w it would have been cool to, to have been around when that happened. You know, once again, a band forms and then right away they release, you know, this super important record. Or, I mean, importance, I guess, is debatable. Anyways, Bad Religion, yeah. I wonder if a lot of listeners have heard of them because they did achieve some commercial success in the late 90s. The first Bad Religion song I remember ever hearing was called Stranger Than Fiction. And I heard that because in junior high, we would play floor hockey in the gym at lunch times. And my friend Scott, my good buddy Scott, who loves the birthday party, he had a mixtape, I guess, from, uh, from his CDs and his bro older brother's CDs. And one of the tracks on this tape was Stranger Than Fiction, okay? So one of their big hits. I think this was 1997. I was in grade eight. It was the same year that I heard my first Rancid song, which was Time Bomb. Now, I liked both of these songs a lot, and I still do, but I was like, if you've ever heard either of these songs, I was like, this is punk. <laughs> you know, Time Bomb's got like the organ going. Stranger Than Fiction is very melodic, uh, verse chorus you know, uh, vocally driven, commercial hits, the friendly stuff, you know? So before we listen to the song, just a little bit of background on the band and the two kind of core members uh, who, were, who were some of the, the original members, the high school students, Greg Gaffin and a guy named Brett Gerwitz. Brett Gerwitz started the independent record label, Epitaph, if you've ever heard of that, um, and, and Bad Religion released uh, some records on that label including this one and then uh, other bands like The Offspring and Rancid were also signed to the label so it, it, it exploded I think around um, 1996 or 7 when Offspring Smash came out which was a gigantic unexpected hit and Brett actually left the band for a time and, and these guys had like broken up and reformed and Brett had been in rehab for heroin and smoking crack he's a crack smoker man <laughs> not just cocaine okay smoking crack running a record label you know one of these uh, original la punks and then uh well, i mean whatever i guess that's basically his story 
But the other dude, the other uh, main songwriter, Greg Gaffin, we always knew that, like when I first started listening to this band a little bit more seriously in high school, we knew that this guy had pursued higher education and that I think at that time he had a master's degree, which we didn't even really know what that was, but it meant, you know, like university. So this guy now holds a PhD from Cornell University in zoology. He uh, describes himself as an evolutionary biologist and uh, his dissertation from Cornell was titled Evolution and Religion, Questioning the Beliefs of the World's Eminent Evolutionists. <laughs> What a punk wrote their dissertation on, you know, questioning beliefs, world beliefs, isn't that excellent. Also in uh, 2011, a previously undiscovered species of extinct bird from the Cretaceous period was named for Greg Gaffin for his contributions to evolutionary biology. So ain't that some shit, so you got a doctor um, singing lead vocals on this track, which we're gonna talk about after, but it is track one, side one, probably their best album, okay? I think almost all people who profess to be fans of this band would agree with that, and if not, you know what? Write me an email, okay? Complain about it to me. Alright, here we go. We're only gonna die. Pretty awesome, pretty good stuff. Yeah, I, I doing some research today. The guy who wrote this song said that um, in in 1980s LA punk scene, you didn't have a lot of bands speaking about academic topics. And in fact, he said that 
They were inspired by Darby Crash from The Germs, using lyrics to demonstrate an intellect and a vocabulary. And so Greg said he didn't want to shy away from vocabulary. So let's check out these lyrics just for a second because I think they are quite prescient during this global pandemic. Early man walked away as modern man took control. Their minds weren't all the same. To conquer was his goal. So he built his great empire and he slaughtered his own kind. Then he died a confused man, killed himself with his own mind. Okay, and, that, and then that repeats. And then the, the last bit is, we're only gonna die from our own arrogance. We're only gonna die from our own arrogance. So isn't that the message for today? during this killer virus, during this global pandemic that, uh, you know, people are refusing to wear masks and refusing the vaccines and just denying science in general. <laughs> Man, you just got to fucking laugh to keep from crying sometimes, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, Bad Religion and me. I saw this band live when I was in grade 11 in 1999. May 18th, 1999, the No Substance Tour uh, came through Winnipeg and played downtown the convention center. Thing about Bad Religion, one of the most striking things about them was their logo, their symbol. It's basically just a, a Christian cross with the red no smoking sign through it. Okay, so pretty controversial. Funny thing is, I remember after uh, seeing that show, I went with a couple of friends and one of our friends' younger brother, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Deuce Crack? What up, Deucey? When we all met up after the show again, he had purchased a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or something with that cross logo. And his older brother, my friend Josh, was like, you know, Matt, what's dad going to say about that? He's not going to be happy. And I was just like, holy crap, like, where did Matt get, um, you know, like 35 bucks to buy this t-shirt? Cat's only in grade nine, you know, I didn't have any money to buy a t-shirt. I had just scraped it together to get the concert ticket, you know? <laughs> Anyways, let's just, uh, I'm gonna quickly read some comments from the own band regarding the symbol, okay? Obviously, you can check out the album art on the Instagram page to see what symbol I'm talking about, okay? So one guy says, the meaning of the symbol, it's to me, it's just against any established set of rules and the church just seemed to be the easiest target. It was, uh, you know, the Christian religion has this symbol, it has a bunch of beliefs. They say, you either believe it or not, this is the way it is, and that's not the way the world works. So it was just an easy target for us to use to be anti-establishment. Greg Gaffin says, yeah, when it first came out, we all liked it, you know, we were just little kids and we thought, yeah, this is a great idea, it'll piss people off. You know, when you're 15 years old, the first thing you think about is, how can I piss people off, you know? I'll attest to that. <laughs> and it's very easy to piss people off when you're 15. And then here's another guy. Brett made that when we were 15 years old. Brett came up with a piece of paper and said, look at this. And we all laughed and said, that's really funny because the concept of taking that symbol and putting the no thing on top of it was just, it seemed shocking enough and good enough because it represented, sometimes people took it that it represented that we were like Satan worshipers and that we were not liking God, but it was more against, in America, there's too much TV evangelism, you know, send me monies and God will love you. And it's like, <laughs> it says scoffs in the, the quote. If you've been like, oh man, I recognize that song. I recognize that song right here before. Sublime did a cover of it on their 40 Ounces to Freedom album. 
Okay, kids, that's gonna be it for me today because we got enough things to do around the lounge. I got enough people to talk to, enough problems to take care of, man. Actually, we don't have problems here, okay? We just decisions to make. All right, let's remember what you learned today. I got challenges out there for you. You can go check out the artwork on the Instagram page. Have yourself a great day. Say hello to a stranger in a friendly way, maybe, if you can. <laughs> Is that crazy? Am I a crazy person for doing that? <laughs> each one, teach one, baby. Knowledge is power. One parting thought for you. Did anyone ever pretend to be dumb about something when you were younger so you wouldn't get thought of as a nerd? <laughs> Pretty sure I did, but, you know, that's called growing up. Let's meet up back here tomorrow at the same time because I'll have some more of this good stuff for you. All right, everyone, take care of yourselves, and I will see you tomorrow. Peace, peace, peace.